What's going on guys? So this is episode 5 of the podcast and I'm sorry it has been a while since um, I uploaded something here on the podcast but it's okay. Um, it was worth the wait because I have an awesome guest today uh, which is gonna be closing the first season of the podcast and uh, her name is Carrie Ann Sweeney. She is a friend of mine from Hack who said she wanted to be on the podcast and honestly guys like I was so honored um, to have her and to just have the opportunity to talk to her. So, um, Carrie Ann, thank you for being thank on the podcast you. today. So, if you want to just introduce yourself, give, give like a little bit of a background of who you are, please yeah. go ahead. Yeah, okay, so my name is Carrie Ann. Um, I am currently majoring in psychology, and I write a blog. Um, it's called Care About Others, mm-hmm. but... Um, it's spelled K-A-R and then about others.weebly.com. So <laughs> it's a play off my name, but um, it's a positive lifestyle blog and photography blog. So if you want to check it out, definitely do so. I'd appreciate it. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. So there you go, guys. If you want to see uh, what she's up to, go to her blog. I'm going to have a link uh, for that um, on the description of this podcast. But I can tell you, I've read it. It's awesome. You like it. Thank you. So, uh, <laughs> can you tell me a little bit of um, your past? Like, yeah. what's up with you? What have you done so far? Um, other, obviously, than the blog and like your journey in life. Yeah, tell definitely. Me. Definitely. So, um, when I was in high school, I actually thought I knew exactly what I wanted to do, and I was like 10 yards ahead of the game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to be um, a dance teacher, you know, for as long as I could be, yeah. um, a studio owner, a choreographer, all that. Um, and then summer going into my first semester of college, um, I decided to uh, part with the company I was working with, which was one of the hardest decisions in my life because they've been there for years. And I've always just had dance ever since I was five, from ballet to tap to Irish dance. So it was a big life change for me. Um, so I went into my first semester of college and decided to major in early childhood education. Um, and I went to my first class and absolutely hated it. <laughs> um, and it wasn't because of like the kids or anything. So I've always loved working with kids. It was just I never saw myself in a classroom setting, never saw myself being a teacher in that way. Um, so it just wasn't for me. So then I'm the type of person that just you know, wants to know, like, where I'm going in life or, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't want to feel, like, boxed in, like, not sure what I'm doing. So I decided to go to um, our career service advisor on campus, and I actually missed the first appointment um, that I was supposed to have with her, Hmm. and I felt terrible about it. I was like, you know, I'm so sorry. And she was like, Carrie Ann, you're fine. Like, don't worry about it. You know, let's reschedule another day. Yeah. So I go in a few days later and she was so sweet um and I had actually well I work in the welcome center um, on my campus and pretty much I had seen her pass by all the time um because she has an office right next door and I would always see her face and I'm like I know her from somewhere and I don't know where but I know her and (laughs) apparently she always felt the same way so I went into this appointment and that's pretty much what she started with is she's like I know you other than from just working at this college campus I'm like no same and it's really weird so I start telling her about my life and dance happened to come up and she goes that's where I know you from (laughs) you taught my kid Irish dance and I was like no way so she's telling me who her daughter is I'm like I remember her um telling me the location I taught at everything I'm like wow this is insane 
So we start talking about um, my life, and it was very emotional, but um, pretty much what happened to be, well, it was supposed to be a 30-minute meeting, turned into a two-and-a-half-hour meeting about my life. Those are the best. Those are the best. Yes, and she's such a sweetheart, and, like, I just felt so close with her because, Mm -hmm. you know, she really did know who I was and who I used to be, and Mm -hmm. it was just great, so... Yeah, so we talked about um, what my future career paths could be and what my talents were, and um, she was saying, you know, like, I could definitely see you in either sociology or psychology, and I was like, wow, you know, I I love both those things, and I would love to do that with kids. So I was at a point in my life where I didn't love my job, well, one of my jobs, because I work two jobs, but um, (laughs) I didn't love one of my jobs, and I didn't love my major, and I just, I wanted a fresh start, and... um, this career service advisor looked at me and she goes, I want you to quit your real retail job at Francesca's because you hate it. Mm-hmm. You don't need this job. I was like, okay. And she goes, okay, I want you to switch your major to psychology and I want you to apply for this internship because you'd be perfect for it. And mm-hmm. I said, okay. <laughs> so within 48 hours, <laughs> I switched to psychology. I applied for this major on a whim and just decided, you know what, I'm going to quit Francesca's because I have another job, so it doesn't matter. Um, But yeah, so I quit Francesca's, um, gave them my two weeks, and like I said, applied for this internship, kind of hoping I'd get it. Um, And a couple weeks later, I got an email back from uh, the program director saying, yeah, you know, you got in. Um, So it was a huge deal. And then that summer um, at that internship, I realized a lot about myself, and I realized that I still am Miss Carrion in a way yeah. that, um, you know, I have, like, the leadership ability, and I can do psychology, and even when I did teach dance, like, those kids didn't love me just because I taught them dance. They loved me because I was there for them, yeah. and they knew that, and I could make them feel better and help <clears throat> them out, and they mm-hmm. could depend on me, and that's a huge thing that I had to finally realize, but, yeah finally acknowledging that (laughs) that's amazing now Mm -hmm. something that came to my mind when you were talking is that hard decisions Mm -hmm. um i went through a hard decision recently that Mm -hmm. it was painful but you know in your case that you had to kind of let go of what one of the things that was basically part of who you were yeah your identity Mm -hmm. how did you cope or manage to make that decision like what was the trigger or how can I say this what would you tell somebody else who is supposed to make a hard decision in your experience what what advice would you give um for her decisions I'd say follow your heart which um I know sounds really cheesy but (laughs) I mean I loved this company I loved the people I was working with um And for personal reasons, I decided to leave, and I just didn't agree with some of the things that they were doing, Um, but that's on my end, you know, and that was the hardest decision of my life. I left behind the kids I was teaching and who I was, like, that was, like, my whole world, so it was really tough, but at the end of the day, I knew that what I was doing was right, even if there were months where I got up and every day I was a sobbing mess and I couldn't put myself together, I got through it and you know sometimes the right decision isn't always gonna feel right like Mm. it's gonna be hard and you're gonna go through days where you wake up and you feel terrible terrible like below the earth bad but you get through it and I mean I can still safely say that 
I think what I did was the best for me. Maybe not necessarily what was best for them, and I'm sorry, you know, for that. But at the same time, it was a point in my life where I had to make a decision for myself because I'm going towards a career I need to take on, and yeah. Total. That makes total sense. And I feel that many people that are listening to this have a hard decision to make, whether that's a career decision, Mm -hmm. just life in general, relationship, you know, anything that it's hard. I mean, like, I can tell you for myself, um, I'm I'm not going to go into much detail because it's too recent and it's just not the good moment. But, um, you know, myself, I had to make a hard decision where I had to confront somebody about something um, which, you know, it was a risk because I didn't know if that action of confrontation was going to end the relationship or make it better. Right. I, you know, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I have never experienced something like that or never done something like that. I did it. Yeah. And um, obviously it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go, but it's okay. Now, you know, looking at your life and looking at, you know, um, what you're telling me, I want to know, like, you know, feeling like you were feeling every single day like yeah. at points where you were feeling like depressed or sad or or anxious or like did I make the right decision like, oh, yeah. did I mm-hmm. you know if you had to tell somebody else that may be going through that like you know how what can you do to make yourself feel better yeah. through that throughout that time frame um well I did go through a lot um it was a lot of you know like questioning it was just figuring out who I was again but I also realized through that that I didn't just have dance I still had creative abilities outside of that like I picked up ukulele a few years ago and I've been doing that ever since and I started writing and I love writing and I love writing music and journaling and that definitely helped me a lot like process what was going on or just escape in general like when I'm in my zone I'm in my creative zone you know or even my blog actually because in that way when I write like I'm not only helping other people process what they might have gone to that's similar like I am processing what happened and making something negative become a positive because you really do learn from your experiences even though they could it could be the worst thing in the world like you can still find something that's like okay but you know what at the end of the day it might have been the worst thing ever but I'm still grateful for that because it led me to realize that blah 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 blah. you know what I mean yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome because um like in my case like what I do maybe I don't know maybe you may identify yourself with that it's that I go back to whatever it is and I review that on my head, like, over right. and over again, trying to figure out, like, what could I have done better? And you couldn't have. Yeah. And that's the thing. You you, you, you can't because <laughs> you were not thinking how you're thinking now right. at the time. Yeah. And it's hard. And, it, you know, it's tough. But, you know, Karen, um, that's awesome. But now, like, looking at the future and looking at your life and look at what you're doing how do you expect to help people in general? Like, what are what is your thought? How are you thinking that you're going to help somebody else in the um, future? You know, I don't know, but I feel like I learn a lot through other people's stories, um, and I learn a lot through my friends and talking things out and, you know, just thinking about it on my own or thinking, like, what if my situation was happening to Amari? Um, yeah. What would I tell him? Or, like, what? how could I help him, you know? Um, so that's always helped me process as well, like, 
what actually happened or I have a tendency to like overthink things to the point where it's like ridiculous you yeah. know what I mean um where it, like I've had nights where I'll sit up and think like oh like is Amari mad at me because this happened mm-hmm. and at the end of the day like I feel like if they mattered most to you, they would tell you. Like, yeah. if there was an issue, like, you would say, hey, Carrie Ann, like, what you said actually really bothered me. Yeah. You know, we should talk about it. That's completely different. And I, like, it's just one of those things that you want to try to not let your head carry you to a place that's, like, not reality. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because usually things aren't as serious as you make them out to be in your head. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And then um, when it comes to, like finding your path or your purpose or whatever that is because I know in your case um you know you thought you wanted to work with kids but you ended up wanting like you know like you ended up you wanted to do um elementary education you realize that's not for you Mm -hmm. and then you talk to Christy and she helped you yeah Mm -hmm. you know if you could tell somebody else like hey you know I went through that I know how it feels this is what you should do what would you tell them Honestly, I can't quite tell someone how they need to find their own path. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's just... I mean, <laughs> that's okay. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I can't tell you, you know, you need to go through the worst point in your life and you yeah. need to start over and build yourself back up again because that's not for everyone, you know? Yeah. And I think the universe has a way of telling you when everything's all right and when, you know, what you need to do. Um, and everything does happen for a reason. I'm a firm believer in that. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would say try to not get so frustrated with yourself because I had points where I was so mad at myself for not knowing what I wanted. And I was like, why can't I just figure it out? Why can't I just know what I want? You know, because it's what I want. Mm. And it would bother me so much. But it is really about, you know, like self-discovery, taking your time to do so and not getting frustrated with that. And even if it takes you, like five years ten mm-hmm. years whatever like take the time for yourself and really get to know yourself and you know respect yourself uh, you know yeah, totally. <laughs> like, that's always hard to do which sounds weird but like don't beat yourself up over stuff because I mean everyone does it but yeah yeah I think I think in my own experience and I was struggling with that lately the past couple of days you know sometimes you struggle with yourself because you're like Oh, I could have done better. I can do better. But in reality, you can't because at the end of the day, it already happened and there's nothing you can do about that. Right. But um, something I wanna, I wanted to touch on is uh, on the idea of identity mm-hmm. and um, that crisis that you had. Yeah. Um, do you feel that people should be so into something that that becomes part of them? Do you think that people should do that, or do you think people shouldn't be attached to one specific thing? Like in your case, you were—it was dance, it was teaching dance and stuff like that. The moment you were out of, you got out of that environment, it was like not cool. I mean, right. you know, emotionally yeah. speaking, it was crazy. And I think part of it was I did define myself that way, but I don't think it exactly became a big thing until other people defined it for me. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had people who were like, 
you know, like, you're Miss Carrie Ann, and I'll be y'all, and it felt good. Like, I was, yeah. like, I felt like I was so powerful, and, yeah. like, not in, like, a crazy way, but, no, like, no, yeah, yeah, in a it. way that I was, like, wow, I'm important, and, like, I wore that on my shoulder. Like, wow. I would talk about dance all the time, and, like, my kids all the time, because that was my everything, but I think it first started when other people defined it for me, and other people really only did recognize me for dance until I started putting out, like, covers on Instagram or you know what I mean or like mm-hmm. my blog and like people realize you know wow there's like more about her than just like I don't know at school like the shy kid who like sometimes talks about dance class yeah. <laughs> or something yeah <laughs> so yeah um, and then you know I know you you said something about covers and music mm-hmm. <laughs> can you tell me more a little bit about that yeah. I know I mean some people know about it some people don't but can you tell me more about that because I really want people to I feel to like this know. is kind of set up but okay <laughs> kind of um I don't know so I actually started singing um well I took professional singing lessons when I was in like fifth grade I know <laughs> for like a few years um And I did a couple competitions with that, but, um, you know, things got expensive in my life, you know, in our house, so they were like, you need to pick, like, one activity, (laughs) not, like, 40 things, um, so I was like, you know what, I want to stick with dance, um, and also, I hated piano, so part of vocal lessons was, you need to learn piano, never practiced, and my mom's like, listen, if you don't play the piano, then you're quitting voice, and I was like, fine, then I guess I'm quitting voice, because I hate piano, but anyway, um, Yeah, so that's actually how I started off, and then um, my senior year, um, I was like, you know what, like, I know how to play uke, you know, I'm not just singing a cappella, like, awkwardly, like, in a room, because I felt, like, so weird that way, like, just with nothing, Mm -hmm. so I think uke definitely helped me out with that, Um, and I just started playing songs, and, like, when I was in the moment, I didn't record, and, like, it was really cool, because the first one I posted people who are so nice about it and like I had people who didn't even talk to me like come up to me at school and be like wow your cover is so good I had no idea you could sing and my brain's like you know they they probably didn't think I could talk either because I was so quiet but I mean like it's just so funny and I I do love it that's like one of the things that I do in my spare time um but I guess I post covers you know like because I like them or I want other people to hear them but at the same time I'm also a little bit nervous about it where yeah. I'm like I'm gonna delete this yeah um when it comes to music do you feel like it helps you um, yeah cope with like life and stuff that happens to you like mm-hmm. you you feel so and like do you have your own music Yeah, <laughs> I don't put any out, but sure. I'll start songs. There's actually a couple on my Facebook if you dig. Oh, really? Yeah, if you dig, you can find you it. But go. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone go take on my Facebook. No, I'm kidding. Um, but, yeah, so um, I write, but I don't finish the songs I write half the time. I've only Why finished is that, one. Because <sighs> it's not perfect. And, like, it doesn't have to be, but, like, I'll think of, like, a really good, like, first chorus or like a chorus or something and then the rest of the song I'm like okay I don't know what to put here (laughs) so I think it's a little bit hard because like my brain kind of like stops me from like going on or I'll think of something that wouldn't fit with that song and then start a whole nother song so it's just funny because I like go back and forth and like sometimes I'll go back to an old one or like a new one I was working on and 
it's also like hard too just because I'm all over the place okay <laughs> like just I'm so busy with like work and school yeah. and like maintaining friendships and like seeing my boyfriend that and, is like, true she is busy <laughs> I, I am busy but like I love doing all those things and like I care about all those people and I like my job and when I do have moments alone and like you know a creative moment yeah. hits me I'm like okay and I'm fully in that moment mm -hmm. and I can write and do what I want to do whether it's for my blog or whether it's for music so yeah, yeah. anyways guys like if you want to schedule her you have to like months in advance because <laughs> it took me a while before finally like make this happen but hey so it's possible sorry. I'm kidding I'm kidding it's possible no but um I know I know you know you're really into your roots and where you come from yeah. and I know you have some I mean Irish I think it's completely Irish or part of it is just part Irish, Irish yeah part Irish mm -hmm. now why why are you so passionate about your your roots and, and where you come from I think it didn't start until Irish dance happened because that was my world uh, you know like and dance got me really into it and um, yeah that's where it started and then my senior well Okay, how do you word that? After I graduated, okay. yeah, like that summer, I went yeah. to Ireland, and it is ridiculous how much I miss it there. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. I, if you told me, you know, you have the opportunity to go tomorrow, I'd hop on a plate. Like, that's how much I would love to go back and visit again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and when I went there, it was at a really hard point in my life of trying to figure everything out. Yeah. And It was so nice, and I met um, a really close friend of mine who was in Canada um, over there, and I just have so many positive memories with it, and I loved it. Like, I love Dublin, I love the city, and then I also loved driving along the countryside and all that. But, like, I just love everything about it, which sounds yeah. weird, but, like... I don't know. I just get so happy thinking about it. And I feel like on my own personal blog, like, most of my photos are from Ireland. Yeah, yeah. But I live for it. Like, I love learning more about it. I loved going. And I think yeah. it just makes me feel, like, really in touch with where I'm from. Well, yeah. not where I'm completely from. Yeah, but probably, like, <laughs> you feel really identified. Now, do you think it's because of the culture? Like, a little bit, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I felt really connected when I first went. Um, well, the only time I went. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt so at home, you know, and I felt, like, very at peace. Yeah. And it was really nice, yeah. Were people nice to you? Oh, yeah. my gosh, yeah. And, like, it's interesting because I feel like, not to, like, because America's not bad. Yeah, and I yeah, want to yeah. put that out there because, like, yeah. I feel so blessed to live here. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I feel really lucky to live here. But just you're social right, things are right. very different. Like, I was at a restaurant and they didn't have a table prepared, but they pulled, like, three together right away. And they're like, okay, come and sit down. Like, we'll serve you. Over here, they'd be like, oh, you you have a 45-minute wait. Like, the social yeah. the social aspect is so different. Or you could go and sit at a coffee shop with friends for hours and just be in that moment with that person. Yeah. Instead of, like, you barely saw people on their phones, like, just whipping it out and, like, texting. Really? And yeah, like, everyone's very present. And not to say that they're more caring because they're not. I mean, like, everyone is, it's like... It's different, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's a very different setup. Um, but, yeah, and I think I liked that a lot, too, because everyone was super friendly that I met. I mean, there's mean people everywhere you go. Oh, yeah, for sure. They were very welcoming, very kind. Um, and that's what I really liked about it, too. Open atmosphere. And then if they figured out, like, you had, like, a talent or something, they'd be like, oh, get up and sing. Oh, get up and dance. Like, <laughs> oh, no. it almost be like an open mic thing. And it's just so funny. But, yeah, like, I loved it. I that's loved it. amazing. Um, I know I wanted to talk to you about, if you're okay with that, about relationships. 
Okay. No, no, no. no. Because like, what, like friendship relationships no, are like well, really yeah, overall. Overall. Okay. We can talk about overall. We don't have to talk about specifics. Okay. Um, okay. I just want to know on your side of things, mm-hmm. what is some stuff that you expect in a relationship with anybody, whether it's a friend anybody, okay. or romantic, just in general? What's um, your, your I don't know. I mean, I think if you mean like the most important aspect of it would definitely be communication because I feel like everyone misreads each other constantly. Not like all the time, but consistently, you know? And I think social media and texting makes that so much easier to misunderstand things, especially like, you know, if like someone puts like, okay, and there's no punctuation, it's like, oh, they're just saying, okay. But if you were to put, okay, period, it's like, they're so mad. <laughs> like I ticked them off. Like, I, yeah. you know, yeah. so I think it's just open communication and sitting down. And I had someone come like talk to me, you know, a week ago and they were like, Hey, you know, I'm really upset with what you did and how you couldn't be there for me in this time. And I was like, wow, okay. And we talked about it and now we're fine. And I think a lot of people struggle to do that, but, um, that's the most important part of any relationship at all is just being honest and being able to communicate what you're thinking about. And it is very hard. Um, but once you get there, it's very rewarding and you can become so much closer with that person. It makes life a lot easier, less overthinking, you know, True. True. comforting. So you think, <laughs> think, you think that communication is basically the most important aspect? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Like there... communication and trust probably. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else that you think it's like key on relationships? Um, I don't know. I think those are the two main things for me at least would be communication yeah. and trust. But I mean, definitely other aspects, but those for me would be like the two yeah. main. And yeah. then quality time. Like, spending yeah. time with the person. Yeah, definitely, thing. yeah. Cool. Um, I think it's hard to find quality time in, like, everyone's busy lives, True. I guess you could say. Um, but even if it's something as lame as, like, oh, my gosh, I saw this commercial. It had a dog in it that looked like your dog. Like, whatever yeah. it is. And I thought of you. Or, like, oh, I saw this video that <laughs> reminded me of you on Facebook. Like, I have to send it to you. <laughs> If it's anything, like, I always love getting those. Or, like, if someone is talking to me, like, if you were to say, like, oh, you know, like, I saw this and it reminded me of you, that makes my whole day. Like, that is something really? I take so... Pr- yeah, because it's like, wow, they thought about me. Yeah. You know, like, something... They, I popped into their head. That's so cool. Yeah. I want, I, whenever I see coffee, I'm like, carry in. <laughs> it's, it's Starbucks really, is carry in. <laughs> Starbucks carry in. But, um, it's perfect. And um, so two more things. Mm-hmm. Last question for you is Mm -hmm. if you could go back in time and have a minute to talk to yourself let's say five years ago ten years ago whatever time you want to think of Uh if you could tell yourself one thing it doesn't have to be one thing but like you know one like message for yourself within that minute yeah within (laughs) that minute what would that be I would definitely say don't let others define your future for you before you think of what you actually want because I had spent years putting other people before myself and it's not a bad thing. It's a selfless thing, but at the same time, if you don't think about yourself at all, you're really just hurting yourself because even something as small as like with dance. Yeah. I love doing solos. I absolutely loved it, but there, mm. there were moments where someone would be like, oh, I wanted the soda. I'd be like, the soda, the solo, <laughs> the solo. I'd be like, oh yeah, give it to her. 
because I was the type of person that was like, I'd rather see them happy than have my own happiness, mm. which is sad. <laughs> like, yeah. It's crazy. And mm. I, I mean, I didn't really even think about it that way either when I was younger, but I was like, oh, they probably need it more than I do. Mm. You know what I mean? So I would probably just say that, you know, like don't let others define your future for you before you thought of it. And it's okay to be quote unquote selfish sometimes yeah. and, you know, yeah. have your moments where you're like, you know what? I want this and like I'm gonna get it and this is mine because you probably do deserve it True. <laughs> if you feel passionately about it um, that's amazing but yeah that's yeah. amazing now we're gonna play a game it's gonna be I'm gonna say three words okay and when I say that word you can say a word back to me whatever you think of that now you can say either a word or a phrase okay it doesn't matter and then um, we can go from there. So I'm going to start with uh, the first word, then the second word, and then the third, uh, third word. Uh, mm -hmm. word. Um, the first one is love. I don't know, it just makes me happy. Cool, cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. um, what about your blog? My blog, interesting. <laughs> Because it's not... I'm working on my writing skills, but I think the message is there. Yeah. Like, what I want is there. The intent is there future oh my gosh undetermined <laughs> i mean go. determined and undetermined yeah. but yeah awesome well can thank you so much for <laughs> being you. in the blog i hope you had a good time i had a great time Same. i have so much insight that i got from you that i can use for my personal life and this is the thing guys you know when you do the podcast uh, one thing is to listen to a podcast one thing is to be in a podcast and one other thing is to be kind of like the host of it and i can tell you i've learned so much listening to Karen and I think you guys can learn a lot as well so listen to her listen to what she's saying and please 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 share this with your friends visit her blog and if she you know doesn't mind follow her on Instagram <laughs> and if she wants to have you in her Instagram she'll accept your request because she's on, she's private so gotta respect that but <laughs> hey guys um, thank you so much for uh, being part of this this is the last episode of season one Uh, I'm already working on season two, so stay tuned for that. Um, it might be back around June, uh, May or June this year, 2019, so I'll let you know. But love you all, and I'll see you until next time.